You are my friends if you do what I command you. I am giving you these commands so that you may love one another. If we do this faithfully and zealously, we will experience the truth of the words of our father, St. Francis, who says that love lightens all difficulties and sweetens all bitterness. Good morning, and welcome to the Catholic Daily Drive. Today is the second Friday of Advent. We are praying for the Catholic schools in the Diocese of Bridgeport and for Sacred Heart Cathedral School in Pensacola, Florida. In the Gospel today, Jesus criticizes those who refuse to listen to him. God, come to our assistance. Lord, make haste to help us. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A humble, contrite heart, O God, you will not spurn. Have mercy on me, God, in your kindness. In your compassion, blot out my offense. O wash me more and more from my guilt and cleanse me from my sin. My offenses truly I know them. My sin is always before me. Against you, you alone, have I sinned. What is evil in your sight I have done, that you may be justified when you give sentence and be without reproach when you judge. O see, in guilt I was born, a sinner was I conceived. Indeed, you love truth in the heart, then in the secret of my heart teach me wisdom. O purify me, then I shall be clean. O wash me, I shall be whiter than snow. Make me hear rejoicing and gladness that the bones you have crushed may revive. From my sins, turn away your face and blot out all my guilt. A pure heart create for me, O God. Put a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence, nor deprive me of your Holy Spirit. Give me again the joy of your help. With the spirit of fervor, sustain me, that I may teach transgressors your ways and sinners may return to you. O rescue me, God, my helper, and my tongue shall ring out your goodness. O Lord, open my lips and my mouth shall declare your praise. For in sacrifice you take no delight. A burnt offering from me you would refuse. My sacrifice, a contrite spirit. A humbled, contrite heart you will not spurn. In your goodness, show favor to Zion. Rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. Then you will be pleased with lawful sacrifice, holocausts offered on your altar. Glory to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A humble, contrite heart, O Lord, you will not spurn. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. But to what shall I compare this generation? It is like children sitting in the marketplaces and calling to their playmates. We piped to you and you did not dance. We wailed and you did not mourn. For John came neither eating nor drinking and they say he has a demon. The son of man came eating and drinking and they say behold a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. Yet wisdom is justified by her deeds. The Gospel of the Lord. The saint of the day is Blessed Mary Frances Chervier. Blessed Francis Chervier, the European-born founder of a new Franciscan community, lived a life of holiness and service. In 1844, she became a secular Franciscan. The next year, she and four companions established a religious community devoted to caring for the poor. In 1851, the Sisters of the Poor of St. Francis were approved by the local bishop in Germany. The first U.S. foundation was established in 1858 through the efforts of Sarah Peters. While here, she ministered to wounded civil soldiers and then died after establishing a hospital in Covington, Kentucky in 1876. She was beatified in 1974. The alleged miracle attributed to Blessed Francis occurred in March of 1989 when Tom Seamers was healed from a massive brain hemorrhage. Seamers' family members were initially informed that his neurological condition would be fatal. During his illness, his wife, Susan, found an image of Blessed Francis given to her years before by a neighbor. Dorothy Connolly with a healing prayer printed on the back. Susan Seamers put the prayer in a drawer, only finding it again when her husband was hospitalized. She felt prompted to pray the novena and ask for the intercession of Blessed Francis. Shortly thereafter, her husband's condition began to improve. He woke from his coma and recognized his wife. Ten days later, he was able to walk and feed himself and transferred to a rehabilitation ward. 
he eventually became fully independent and healthy. How judgmental are we? If Jesus came, are we so hardened of heart that we would judge him for rejoicing or for fasting? This, unfortunately, can easily become our reality. This is why Jesus is so strong in telling us not to judge, lest we are judged in the same measure. Also, if we believe that each person is made in the image and likeness of God, and that God dwells in each one of us, when we judge others without full knowledge, we're casting judgments not rightly. In schools, this is a particular challenge. For whatever reason, gossip is so easily to fall into. Parents judge the teachers, teachers judge the parents, students are judged based on their families, and it goes on. None of this is from God. We are called to love. For general correction, yes. And we can and should correct those who are not doing what they're called to do. But gossip, judgment, there should be no place for that. This is especially important in Catholic schools because as teachers, school leaders, yes, even parents, we are witnesses to living an authentic Catholic life for our children. They learn what we teach them through our actions more than our words. Take some time today to reflect on those areas where you may fall into judgment. Is it in the faculty lounge, in an idle conversation? Is it online? Ask yourself the question of how you can remove the temptations and avoid the near occasion of sin. If you don't struggle in this area, pray for those who do, asking the Lord to help us be more united in our example of love. We continue to pray for all of our partner schools, dioceses, and for our generous benefactors, asking God's continued guidance through the intercession of Our Lady and Queen as we pray. May the Virgin Mary help us to open the doors of our hearts to Christ, Redeemer of man and of history. May she teach us to be humble because God looks upon the lowly. May she enable us to grow in understanding the value of prayer, of inner silence, of listening to God's word. May she spur us to seek God's will deeply and sincerely, even when this upsets our plans. May she encourage us while we wait for the Lord, sharing our time and energies with those in need. Mother of God, Virgin of Expectation, grant that the God who comes will find us ready to receive the abundance of his mercy. May Mary Most Holy, Woman of the Eucharist and Virgin of Advent, prepare us all to joyfully welcome Christ's coming and to celebrate worthily his sacramental presence in the mystery of the Eucharist. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go forward bravely. Fear nothing. Trust in God. All will be well. If you'd like more resources, support, or would like to add intentions, please visit us at missiondrivencatholic.com.